The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss how Google's speed update will impact your website. Joining us is Jeff Atkinson, who is the founder and CEO of Huckabye, which is a SaaS company that is changing how organizations grow their organic search channel through a technology-forward SEO approach that empowers companies to achieve measurable growth through greater search engine visibility and website traffic. In addition to providing us with our guest today, Huckabye is also a sponsor of the Voices of Search podcast. Yesterday, Jeff and I talked about Google's experience update and why it changes the need for speed. And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about how to handle bad core web vital scores. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Jeff Atkinson, the founder and CEO of Huckabye. Jeff, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks, Ben. Great to be here. Always good to have you back, buddy. Yesterday, <laughs> we talked a little bit about the changes that we're seeing from Google in the year and how they're reprioritizing the need for speed. Google made their experience update at the end of 2022. And now we're starting to see core web vitals actually being implemented as a ranking factor. So now that we know that Google is essentially putting their money where their mouth is, they launched core web vitals. We're starting to see algorithmic changes that are prioritizing the metrics they made public. It matters more that you can actually fix broken web vital scores. What do you do when you've got bad core web vital scores? Yeah, fortunately, they help you, right? They're going to now analyze what's going on on, on your pages and, and sort of give you tips on what's the issues. But there's also, there's other ways. So there's three core web vitals. Two of them are really based on page speed and how fast the page loads. And the third is how it visually sort of represents itself and not trying to have any tricks on the page. The first two, though, there's a lot of stuff that needs to happen Slow page speed is like death by a thousand paper cuts. It's not usually one big thing. It might be that your images are too large. It might be that your images are in the wrong, not new generation formats. It could be that you need to minim minify you know, your JavaScript, your CSS, your HTML. So for example, Huckabye has a product that automates all this stuff. And we go through almost every possible way to speed up the page using things like image polish, delivering early content, looking, there's a technology called early hints where you can pick up early hints on the page of what's important, caching the pages so they're in memory and at edge delivered around the world is a really important piece. Next generation image formats is really what 
Google's requiring now. So instead of having, you've got to go through the site. Images is always a huge sort of issue. JavaScript's always a huge issue. But you can usually tell by using their tool what your biggest issue is. And then depending on whether you have an engineering team or you need to re-platform or you need to move on to like a, a new CMS or a, a new way to deliver the site, or you want to buy a product that solves these things, there's lots of ways to address them, but they're all technical issues. You know, there's nothing you can do as a marketer to like just change the way you write or something that's going to impact the page speed. It's got to be done through some sort of technical solution. Wouldn't that be nice? Just, uh, you know, change some of the words on the page. So there's a myriad of things that could be causing your load speed, your core web vital score to be bloated. And help me understand, you mentioned a, a whole host of different things, like it could be CSS or JavaScript, it could be your images, all sorts of caching problems. You know, if you're starting to see bad core web vitals and you're going through and it looks like, well, I've got a little bit of column A, column B and column C problems. How do you figure out what is the biggest contributing factor to a bad score? Is it generally, hey, image problems slow down the pages more than a little extra CSS here or there? You know, how do you think about ranking those problems? Usually the biggest two problems are images being too large and in the wrong formats. So that's a really, I wouldn't say easy one to address, but it's an important one. The other that we find, especially we're guilty of it, us marketers, is lots of JavaScript apps. So chat boxes, tracking, a lot of like tracking, personalization, all that stuff, especially if it's content being driven by JavaScript, meaning it's like coming in from a third party and it's completely changing the page or the user's interacting with widget or a chat box or whatever. Those are the biggest offenders typically. So a lot of sites that we work with, like we'll put Huckabye's PageSpeed product on their site. It'll speed up everything significantly, but they'll have like this third party chat platform that's being served out of India and 90% of their traffic's in the United States. And that's, without removing that, the page is always going to be slow. So let's talk through that scenario there, because I've got a podcast pop-up that I, the company is based in France. And when somebody comes onto the Voices of Search website, voicesofsearch.com, they get a little pop-up that they can just click play and it plays today's episode. It's always the latest episode. I don't know where that thing's hosted. Right. I, but it provides utility. We get a bunch of people that are listening to the content, whether it's a chat bot that funnels sales, or in this case for us, it's content engagement. Those tools can be useful, but they're also impacting your page speed. How do you figure out the utility or is there a way to rehost those platforms? Yeah, the biggest thing is seeing how it's being delivered. So are they delivering it? Like, are they aware of fast page speed and its importance? So now because page all companies are reevaluating their sort of plugins and and their those third party apps that are powering things on their site for page speed because everybody's conscious of page speed because of these algorithm updates. So checking with them to see or how are they delivering it? Is it being cached? Is it distributed around? Like, is it just being delivered from one location in the UK or is it actually being hosted by Cloudflare at Edge and therefore it's actually, if I come in from San Francisco, 
I actually am getting it served to me right from San Francisco. Some of these third parties, like we have some JavaScript powered stuff in our, our tech stack. That's, for example, we and our customers that we serve up their structured data using JavaScript, for example. So we have to be very conscious of how fast it is. If it's causing major page speed problems, then yeah, you do have to think about what's the impact this is having on my search traffic? Is it hurting so significantly that I need to look for another provider or actually maybe host it myself? And those are business decisions, just like anything else, where you have to look at the pros and cons and try to figure out. I think one of the things that's happened for years and years is like people just never had that consideration because PageSpeed wasn't getting penalized. They would throw every widget and try out the you know the newest thing, whether it's personalization or podcast app or whatever, because that's always what they're getting sold. It's always a JavaScript implementation and people just didn't think about how fast it needed to be. And now it's starting to creep into consciousness that if I add something, there could be a downside to it. I don't think it's people are fully conscious of that yet because I talk to a lot of people and they still don't really get that. But I bet by the end of 2023, Almost every sort of app that needs to be installed, the marketer, when considering purchasing or trying certain things, is going to take PageSpeed into account when they install something new. The other thing you mentioned is you might have an in-house engineering team. You might be a small company that wants to move towards a platform. Talk me through the decision for how you're going to implement some of these changes. There's a tooling and evaluation for figuring out what is causing your core web vital scores to be subpar. And then there is the implementation and actually fixing the problem. How much of this should companies be managing it in-house and how much should they be relying on other platforms like a Huckabye? Yeah, I think the immediate, most people immediately go to their engineering team and say, hey, we have a page speed problem. This is a ranking factor. Go fix it. Not a lot of people yet were sort of creating this industry around technical SEO as like a, as a SaaS solution. But when you think technical SEO or PageSpeed, usually almost always end up going to the engineering team. When people get frustrated because it's not changing and they're not getting faster page speeds, because it is a really tough problem. Like we spent three years developing our PageSpeed product with a bunch of developers. So how long is it going to take your internal team that isn't familiar with PageSpeed nor experts at it, how long is it going to take them to get you to pass core web vitals? So once they get frustrated and they see that it's just not moving, then they start looking for solutions. And that's when Huckabye comes in because we just fix it, which is really nice. You know, you turn turn it on and boom, you're much faster the next day. So not to get too much into the weeds about Huckabye specifically, but if your solution is a turn it on and the problem is solved... Uh, solution. How does an internal engineering team not know how to solve what is so simple for a technology solution? Like what is the diagnosis and fix if it's something that is as simple as a, a SaaS solution can come on and fix it immediately? Why is it so challenging for an engineering team? It's because, uh, as I said before, page speed's like death by a thousand paper cuts. It's not one project and it's done. It's not like we're just going to move our images into a next generation format and we're going to be all good to go. No, it's like 10, 15, 20 different little things that are all little projects that need to get fixed. And so it just takes a long time. There's a, a lot of a lot of stuff to do. And what we've done is just we've done all those things. 
and we're leveraging edge computing using Cloudflare to just get the site out cached to that edge around the world, which helps a lot as well. But it's a lot of little projects and some of them aren't so little. So it's not like they just do, you know, a week's worth of work and it's good to go. You have a lot of like whack-a-mole type projects to get page speed to, to really be humming. So I guess the last question is you can have your engineering team try to solve the problem. You can go to platform and like Huckabye and, and hopefully automate the solution. But you have to realize that there is a problem. When should you actually notice that the problem occurs and you should basically diagnose whether you want to build or buy the solution? Yeah, most of these decisions and most of the people that are actually looking at page speed are going to be the search team. So it's going to because their results are going to be hurting or their year over year organic traffic's going down or even their paid traffic, whatever. PageSpeed is now being identified as a culprit of that. And they'll test their PageSpeed and they'll realize that it's slow. And once they realize that it's slow, then they've got decisions to make and either take it to the engineers or look for a third-party solution like Huckabye. But it's usually because you can have slow page speed at a company and it can go unnoticed forever because it's not something that's like top of mind, like that's, you know, let's go check our page speed today just for fun. No, it usually comes from a search person because it's impacting their results and they'll start testing it and identifying what's slow. Keep in mind, you can't just test the homepage. You got to test all the different page types that you have throughout the site, especially the most trafficked. And then it'll, then it'll bubble up as a problem and a decision to be made. And to me, understanding how to fix the problem, the first step is always understanding that you have a problem. And we're going to talk a little bit more about how to understand if you've got a search and a page speed problem in our next episode. So that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jeff Atkinson, the founder and CEO of Huckabye. Join us again tomorrow when Jeff and I continue our conversation talking about how to react to search console alerts. If you can't wait until our next episode and you'd like to learn more about Jeff, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Jeff Atkinson. That's G-E-O-F-F-A-T. K-I-N-S-O-N. Or you could visit his company's website, which is huckabuy.com. H-U-C-K-A-B-U-Y.com. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast, podcast feed. We're going to publish an episode every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.